we have something that works very similar to how an energy-based device works because when you go with an energy-based device it's controlled damage to the skin to now force the body to start healing well the co2 lift works very much like that because you're creating a sort of damage when you put co2 into the skin the body interprets it in that way and then has to rebalance it so you're doing a sort of damage but with no pain and no discomfort to the skin and yet the body is starting to heal itself so i said well would it work for that area and on our advisory board we had a cosmetic gynecologist and I just spoke to him about it and he's like you know what that would really work and so we did a proof of concept which we did a double blind Betty where what that means is that the patients the subjects they weren't aware of what we're using were they using a co2 lift gel or were they using an ultrasound gel and then investigators also aware of what they were using and what we found was in the questionnaire the people the women that used the ultrasound gel showed no changes in sexual function. Welcome to the Menopause Mastery Podcast, a show for women just like you who are ready for more health, vitality, passion, living life with a purpose. I created this show because I knew that women just like me in this second season of life, the season of menopause, are really tapping into their deepest desires. And we're ready to harness our physical and mental health and explore what our true passions are and peel back the layers to uncover exactly what we want out of life. I'm your host, Betty Murray, part geek, part magician, and your new medical bestie with a dash of sass. I love taking the complex science and making it easier to integrate into daily life. So let's join the journey to make this season the best ever. Welcome back to Menopause Mastery. Today, I'm talking to Lana Kerr. She is the founder and CEO of Luminesque, a skincare company that provides products to medical providers as well as through e-commerce. She founded this company in 2015 when she discovered a new way to deliver carbon dioxide through the skin by using a gel. CO2 Lift is for fast skin regeneration. CO2 Lift Carboxygel has been clinically proven to lift and rejuvenate the skin. Reverse the signs of aging. Okay, all of us want that. She followed that product with CO2 Lift V, a gel for vulvar and vaginal rejuvenation that increases lubrication and sensitivity. In 2006, she actually founded a company called Your Fat Loss Coach, a wellness company that featured customized weight and detox plans, along with nutritional counseling. Her organization helped thousands, including many celebrities, such as the model, Beverly Johnson, reached their ideal weight and image. Lana holds a Bachelor's of Science in Accounting and Business from the State University of New York in Albany. She is a certified nutrition consultant and an emotional intelligence coach. Honoring her success, Ms. Kerr was named to the top 100 outstanding women in Broward. Lana has also worked with major corporations like KPMG, National Urban League, Salman Smith Barney, and as the Director of Sales for Ecologics First. She's contributed to her community with organizations such as the Boys and Girls Club, Women of Roundtable, and the Prestige Club of Boward, and most recently with 211 Broward. She is also a writer and a public speaker. So everybody join me in our exciting conversation about the use of carboxy gel and specifically carbon dioxide through the skin for rejuvenation. 
All right, Lana. Oh, I'm so excited to talk to you today because it's such an important subject. And in some ways, we're going to talk about some things that women might feel a little uncomfortable talking about or a little taboo, but it's something that we all have to deal with. But before we get started talking about that, tell me a little bit about how you got here. You had such a neat sort of transition in the last little over a decade or more. <laughs> I'd love to hear your yeah. story. Yeah. Thank you. Betty, thanks for having me on. So getting into the CO2 lift was, it sort of was a natural, I guess, transition. I was, I've spent over 25 years in the weight weight loss industry. So weight loss, helping people to feel and look better about themselves. And, and then when we closed our locations, we had one opened and we decided to have a med spa with an office, a weight loss office inside and everything else went virtual. So it was trying to find what was going to make something unique for the skin that, you know, I like to always have unique products, things that people haven't heard about. That's what we were researching. What can we put in our med spa that's going to help people with their skin because once people lost weight they started wanting to invest in other parts of their body and their skin was a major part so i just interviewed people and you know when i saw someone with great skin and i would say what do you use on your skin and they said one person said carboxytherapy which i had never heard about she did it in europe and i was like yes let's do that because she, her skin looked incredible and it was different so in just in researching we really couldn't to bring the equipment which what she had done was carboxytherapy through a needle so it was a gas gas tank gas a cylinder full of co2 gas then she would have the needle and it would go into different areas of her body so we just found a better version the japanese had discovered or patented delivery system with a gel. And so we connected with them, with those scientists, and we have the exclusive rights to that technology. And so CO2 Left was born. So that's kind of how the brand came about and how we started. We start, we launched in 2016. That's amazing. So, you know, I think a lot of women really want to do, you know, skin treatments and facial treatments, especially as we get older. But as you said, you know, if you're going to a spa or someplace to do microneedling and other and other laser treatments and all those things, they're not only expensive, but you have a lot of downtime and it, and it doesn't do maintenance. Because the thing is, is you might look good for a little while, but it sort of goes back. So now you've got something in your hands that is really restorative that's ongoing, right? Correct. Correct. Because some some of the things that we've discovered, and we've invested heavily in clinical studies, some of the things about the gel that's really unique is one, first of all, is a hydration level, which is super important when it comes to aging, whether you're talking about skin on the face, neck, or vulva vagina, it's hydration is very important. And CO2 lift increases hydration 117% after one application. And then elasticity is another thing. After six applications, 26% increase in elasticity. So those are those are just among some of the numbers that um, the CO2 lift provides to people using it and then just maintaining it on a monthly basis is something that I think is doable. It's simple and yet effective. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just I was talking to Lana before we got on and I was talking about I'd just been in South Lake Tahoe and it was so dry. I was like, oh, my gosh, my like look like I had aged 10, you know, 10 years because I came from Texas. I have a completely different skin regimen because of the humidity here. And I, I was happy to be back. <laughs> so the humidity, as much as I was just complaining about our humidity here, it's actually better for your skin, you know, the humidity. So I'll take the humidity over the dryness as much as I complain about it. But certainly, you know, no amount of water that you drink is really going to help to keep your skin hydrated because the water doesn't really, you have 
to do something else. And this is definitely one solution to doing that. Absolutely. So I so I'm curious because you had a business degree. How did you end up sort of in the fat loss world? Even because that was way back in 2006 when you first started your first company. Yes, yes. Well, you know, Jamaicans are very big into education. And, you know, I wanted to get to, you know, the highest professional level of something. So I figured, you know, accounting, you know, CPAs is one way to do that. And I always knew I wanted to have my own business. So I, it was always going to be the groundwork for whatever I needed to do. So yeah, I did that for a little. So I was in the business and finance for a little, but then I went back to school and studied nutrition and weight loss. And so then I opened up my first clinic then. So yeah, so it's quite a difference from <laughs> from my training, but I feel like that just sets the groundwork for any business, you know? Oh, absolutely. Actually, I was... Yeah, I was in IT, so <laughs> before I went back to school. So yeah, you know, it's a circuitous route, but sometimes it's the route we have to take, right? <laughs> yeah. And then it's just, you know, and then it's about finding, once you have certain a level of education, then it's about finding your passion. I always admire people who their their degree is in their passion. You know what I'm saying? But I guess business is my passion and, you know, helping people too. So I guess that is still foundational for any business. But yeah, but here, here we are now talking about faces, skincare and 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 vulvas and vaginas. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So so that starts the starts to bring up the question. So let's talk about. So obviously you created CO two lift for the skin. How did you start deciding? Hey, I need to create one to to basically contribute to vaginal and vulvar health. Most things that I get involved in, even with the weight loss, it was something that I for myself needed. And and so when I find a solution, you know, it's a natural passion to share it with others. So I started having some concerns for myself where sexual intimacy was concerned. When I got into my mid forties, I felt very, you know, different things were changing and I couldn't really identify it. I just knew that I wasn't enjoying, you know, sexual intercourse in the same way. And I had gone to my GYN and just explained to her what I was feeling. And when she talked about what happens with vulva vaginal skin, she recommended laser procedure, which I was all up for doing till, you know, going home, seeing, you know, we have something that works very similar to how an energy-based device works. Because when you go with an energy-based device, it's controlled damage to the skin to now force the body to start healing. Well, the CO2 lift works very much like that because you're creating a sort of damage. When you put CO2 into the skin, the body interprets it in that way and then has to rebalance it. So you're doing a sort of damage, but with no pain and no discomfort to the skin. And yet the body is starting to heal itself. So I said, well, would it work for that area? And on our advisory board, we had a cosmetic gynecologist. And I just spoke to him about it. And he's like, you know, that would really work. And so we did a proof of concept, which we did a double blind, Betty, where what that means is that the patients, the subjects, they weren't aware of what we're using. Were they using a CO2 lift gel or were they using an ultrasound gel? And then investigators also aware of what they were using. And what we found was in the questionnaire, the people, the women that used the ultrasound gel showed no changes in sexual function. The women that use the CO2 lift technology showed significant changes in all areas. So we were pretty excited about that. And then we did biopsies. And when you see those biopsies, 10 treatments in, that tissue looks like healthy, youthful tissue, which was, you know, again, exciting in so many ways. So I tried it myself first and, you know, significantly, I mean, I can 
you know, I always use this phrase that, you know, God is good and that he doesn't make us get old in one day or we don't see the effects immediately. It's gradual. So we kind of get used to it. Well, it's the same thing with vulvovaginal changes. It's so gradual that we actually forget how good it was. So we, you know, I did that. I gave some to my mom and my aunts who were in their 60s and 70s. And they went from, you know, sandpaper to butter. <laughs> and I was then I'm like, we knew we had something. And then, of course, thousands of women later, we, we've helped so many women. So that's kind of how I got into the to the va the vaginal, you know, menopausal type of industry. Yeah, you know, I think I think I mean, we do such an incredible disservice to women's health in Western medicine, particularly in the US, and I'm pretty vocal about it in general. But I think, you know, the fact that women aren't really informed about what's going to happen as they enter their 40s and 50s. Oh, you know, we get the information about you might have some hot flashes and some night sweats and, you know, feel grumpy and moody, but nobody discusses what damaging effects happen in your tissues in your you know in your vaginal area and vulva if you told a man that he was going to get vaginal atrophy and have painful sex possibly bleeding and tearing of skin would have freebies everywhere <laughs> they'd be handing him out in bathrooms but but I mean I spoke to a client of mine last week that was I guess it's two weeks ago now that was telling me she had so much pain just during exercise because of how 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 much atrophy has happened to the tissue how painful it was just moving just moving walking and things were so painful and and I don't think any woman should have to accept that but to know that you can take something and show significant improvement and and improve sexual function and sexual experience that's just icing on the cake Yes. And also, I mean, some of the things, you know, we don't talk about what happens as we get older, even stress incontinence, you know, when a woman, you know, laughs or sneezes and pees, I mean, some that can be that can be reversed or can be significantly improved with just reversing the effects of atrophy. Also, too, I think that, you know, all of us are, you know, I think so many women are taking all the hair off. And so they want to look and they to look a certain way we can. We can address that as well. So the quality of life, you know, aesthetic appearance, all those things that help us to feel confident as a woman, we can address. And again, if we're informed before it happens, then we can prevent it or slow that down. You know, we start aging from the time that we're 25. So, you know, 25 in our skin, in all our skin, not only our facial skin, but down there. Suppose we could find a way to reverse it, reverse the effects of it, which you don't, a woman can just, drop off suddenly. So this is one way. And I think that we need to talk with our with our daughters about this because again, this starts they start needing to look at this as early as in their early 30s. They really should consider looking at options to prevent things like this, looking at hormone therapy. I mean like all of those type of things we need to educate our our friends, you know, our children, you know, our other women on these things. So I'm glad that you're you're having these type of conversations. Absolutely. So that that brings another question. So we've talked a little bit about vulvar health and vaginal health, but what about clitoral health, right? Yes. You know. So it's it's interesting that you know you think about you know most people think of the vagina. It's funny. I talk to so many women, and they don't even they call that whole area the vagina. So the vulva, for those women who don't know. <laughs> is everything on the outside and really that's what's responsible that's where our clitoris is so you're seeing just the tip of the iceberg but everything underneath is right under there and you know again that organ is is almost can be as large as a penis and that area needs blood flow needs blood flow to stay healthy to function 
And so many people think of blood flow or just having sex, you know, so if you keep active, you know, that's what there's a saying, if you don't, if you, if you don't use it, you lose it. So they, by having sex often, you can prevent that from happening. Unfortunately, it doesn't prevent that from happening because again, it's about blood flow and how is that area being nourished? So the CO2 lift is effective at bringing blood flow to that area to keep it nice and engorged. So you're ready. So it's, it's full. So you kind of like sit at the table ready to eat. If you understand what I'm talking about, you don't have a lot of time to, you don't need a lot of time to get ready. You, you're kind of at a simmer. <laughs> so, so I think that that's important. And I think for us as women, one of the things that I noticed when we did the clinical study, one of the points they look for is desire, right? So I was curious that the women that use a placebo showed no increase in desire. And I'm thinking you would think that a woman, they thought they were getting something to help with sex. At least the desire would change. It didn't affect it. Only the women who use a CO2 lift technology showed increase in desire. And you're like, how is desire related to that? Well, because again, blood flow. So if you're keeping that area full of blood flow, you're actually, it's like almost like, and then you're almost like a man, you know, that's, he gets heart full of blood in his penis. It's the same thing for a woman. We have to keep that area nourished. And that's what the CO2 lift fee is helping with. That's incredible, you know, to think about it that way, because without the hormones, you have kind of a lack of desire. But then of course, if you're, if you can't have stimulation and, and, and actual pleasure from it, then, you know, we'd rather watch paint dry. Yes. <laughs> you know? exactly. Yes, exactly. And you know, Betty, when I had gone to my doctor, I was already on hormone therapy. So in other words, I was already optimized. So something else was still missing. So for women who, who are optimizing later on, they may not see, they may not really see the difference. They may not know that you can actually get it back to like when you're in your twenties, that, that strong desire, but you can't. And this is one way to do that. And also to, I think it's the mind body connection. You know, I think the act of just taking care of yourself, expecting sex to be pleasurable, feeling confident in your skin, feeling like a woman, that whole mind body connection also plays a, a part in the overall benefits of taking care of that area. Absolutely. I'm so glad you said that because I spoke with another another guest. We were talking about sexual function and and playing as we become, you know, second season adults, you know, and having more play and, and sexual adventure. But truth is, yeah, without blood flow to that area, you could have just as, as much testosterone and estrogen and progesterone, and it's not going to improve that desire or the experience. Exactly. Yeah. So we're speaking the same language here. <laughs> yes, for sure. Now, so 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 tell me, so if a woman's looking at these different rejuvenation treatments, obviously skin on the face and other things, you're very well versed. What would you say to a woman trying to make those decisions? Like, what are some of the questions they should sort of ask themselves before they head down that road? Obviously, I look at it and I'm like, I want something that I can do on an ongoing basis. So I'm not dropping on a couple grand every, you know, six months. <laughs> but, but what other things should they think about? So I think, you know, there's so much, you know, people use, don't put anything inside, right? You hear people say, don't put anything inside. And I agree. You don't want to, you know, you have to be careful of scented soaps. You have to be careful of some of the things that I hear that women put inside. They definitely, you think common sense would tell them not to. This is a little different, but so one of the things, okay, to your question, what are some of the things they should look for? Well, pH is something that I think a woman Whenever you're looking at a certain 
therapy or treatment, how is this going to affect my pH? And pH is important because, you know, you don't want to get infections. When a pH throws off, it throws off the microbiome and you're prone, more prone to vaginal infection. So pH is important. Also to, you know, you're looking at downtime. I mean, before the CO2 lift V, and as I mentioned, I was willing to take a week downtime. If it's going to help, sure. But if you, so that has to be a factor. The CO2V has no downtime. What else a woman would want to consider? They want to make sure that it is, you know, it's been tested. Whatever you're using has been tested for efficacy and safety. I think even safety is even more important than efficacy. But if you can get them both together, then certainly those are some of the things you need to consider before going down that avenue. But the fact is that you need to consider it. I think that's the most important thing that you need to look at that skin as important, not just for sexual health, but for just as you mentioned with your friend, you were talking about just walking in your skin to feel confident and feel comfortable. Definitely women, ladies, let's consider that area of our body. Yeah, I'm so glad you spoke about pH because that's another uh, sneaky thing no one ever thinks about when you go through menopause, if you, especially if you're not hormonally balanced to, to kind of bring you back to, you know, a fully functioning hormonal being, usually the pH radically changes in the vaginal area. And then we have a lot of risk for vaginal bacterial vaginosis and yeast infections and even UTIs. So if somebody's going and doing some sort of treatment that may be radically changing that to a more alkaline environment, you may be inviting something that you don't want. <laughs> which is exactly that sometimes they're very hard to get rid of, yeah. you know, so absolutely the fact that your product is pH balanced. So it's safe for the vaginal area and vulva area is really important. Yeah. Really important. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking also too, you know, we talk about the second stage of life and menopause and so much no is being spoken on that. And I just, I just want the conversation to be, you know, menopause is something it's like you finally reach womanhood. I feel like we need to change the negativity of what menopause is, as opposed to think of it more like you've arrived, you know, we're not necessarily not menstruating anymore. So we're not, you know, having have children, but we've already had that if, for those who wanted it. And now it's about us, you know, now it's about truly being a woman and all the negative effects that menopause can bring are reversible. There's technology today that addresses all those things, even hot flashes. You know, it's funny, Betty, I started my first hot flash I got, I remember I was 43 years old and I was like, what the hell? And I went to an acupuncturist. Do you know, I'm telling you, I have never, no. So I started on hormones after that, but I, I've never had a hot flash. Now my sister has, I mean, she doesn't listen to anything I say. No, she is. <laughs> we're 11 months apart, but I'm just looking at our, we're basically, we're 11 months apart. So we're in the same age cycle and it's about prevention. In other words, from the first time that I saw something, I started working on it. Jack, my sister waited for when she's in the middle of it. It's harder to reverse things once you're in the middle of it. Prevention is better than cure. So many areas of our lives. Oh, absolutely. And yes, I think, you know, I, I like to think of menopause as this kind of second spring or whatever. It's sort of like we're, we've been this flower that's been budding, 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 and we're feeding sort of everything else in our world. Then all of a sudden we hit menopause and we fly open. And at this moment, now we get to figure out what's the world about for us and what's our impact on the world. And I think so many women, the reason why I started my podcast is I met so many women in the last two decades in my clinic who had this burning desire, but there was something about their body 
where they were in time, this feeling of disconnection because they associated themselves with their younger self, right? And so they felt disconnected from who they were right now. And we were working on the physical, but I was like, you know, in this, we also need to embrace our emotional, spiritual, mental, because when you embrace all those pieces, we're unstoppable. And I do think women, you know, we need more women's voices today more than ever. And so, and it's really this, these generation of women going through menopause that I think need to be up to something big. So I'm I glad you're that. on that train. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I think I think it was so needed. And as you said, more women better. We need to, we need to have more voices talking about it because something will resonate with some women and some people will resonate or they'll connect more with one person than another. So I'm so glad you're having these conversations. And I kind of wish that, you know, we had it even when I was younger, like when I was in my 30s, you know, I wish because then you have the other challenges that come with even after childbirth, you know, what happens down there, it changes. So having these type of conversations, making women understand that these things are normal, but guess, guess what? We can fix it. And starting yes. early, starting early, I think is important. Yeah, I agree with you. It's easier to prevent and to sort of smooth the transition rather than to try and pick up and fix it after the fact. Yeah, but, ha but even for those who have waited, it can be done. So there's hope. Fantastic, fantastic. So so for my listeners, if they wanted to find your product, where would they find you? They would go to CO2lift.com. For particularly for the CO2lift V, they can go to CO2liftV.info. But when you go there, you can find information on the product. You can also shop. And I know that you can give your followers a discount if they choose to shop and, and purchase. Absolutely. So yeah, we will have a discount code in the show notes, but it'll be Menopause Mastery 15. Mm -hmm. And so if you go there and you buy, you can get a discount for, for trying on the product, which I'm so excited to use. <laughs> I'm so, so excited to use. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, but on using it, can I just say something, Betty, whenever, when you start to use your, your, your listeners, when they get it, what they want to do is they want to definitely mix it. It's very simple and we have tons of videos, but you mix it. I think the hardest part is putting it into the applicator, but once you suck it up, so you do it very slowly, then you insert it similar to a tampon, two thirds of it. And then the rest you put on the vulva right to the perineum and you can just go to bed with it, put on a, a panty liner, go to bed, wake up in the morning. The minimum time to have it on is 45 minutes. So if you get up to pee in the middle of the night, no problem. When you get up, you pee it out. There's an applicator, the same applicator you use to push the gel in. You can fill it with water and it just releases it and you wipe off and you're good to go. There's no downtime. And I recommend doing a minimum of three back to back. To back. But typically, if a woman is full-blown menopause, having the symptoms, she's going to need five to 10 treatments. Typically, that's if she's never done any other type of vaginal treatment in an office. And if you have done a vaginal treatment in the office, this is perfect to use right after to help reduce the bone time, bring back the microbiome, and then also to maintain the results, just monthly treatments. Okay, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Yeah. So tell me, so obviously that's how to use the, the CO2 lift V. And then if somebody wanted to use the, the topical on their face, is it similar like X amount of times to sort of get to a place and then maintain? Yes. So they need to do, as we said in the study, a minimum of six if you want to increase elasticity, 26%. But the thing with carboxy and CO2 lift, it has a compounding effect. So every time you do it, your skin gets better. It's interesting. I'll tell you this. I I recently uh, discovered that I have something called vitiligo. So it was very disturbing. I don't know if you know that. Can, well, listeners, it's just patches on your skin. And that was last year. So I can't really do anything on my face. Any energy will trigger 
the legions and they will come. So right now, fortunately, all I'm seeing it is on my hands, but noticed a legion that came right, right on my, right on my forehead. So I started, so I have a UVB light that I've been using and I haven't used it on my face because it darkens the skin. But so this was the first time I was using it. And when you use a UVB light, you typically have to do 30 seconds and the prescription makes you gradually increase. Well, unfortunately, when I saw it on my face, I kind of went crazy and did the six minutes and 12 seconds on my face. So my face went like three shades darker. I'm telling it's the setting of the story. So I did a chemical peel and the person was doing the chemical peel. They did a TCA chemical peel, which I haven't done in years. Do you know something, Betty? I did not even burn. Like, you know, when you have to do the fan, they were, because that's how thick my skin is from the CO2. Lips. The CO2. So just ladies, if you're doing a chemical peel, this is phenomenal for it, but you'll find you don't even have to you don't peel. The peeling is not a result. The peeling is, doesn't mean that it, this peel was efficacious. It was, it's the acids affecting the dermis. It's already doing its work. The peeling is your body's reaction. If you can mitigate that or slow that down, that's quality of life right there. So yeah, for the face, so I've been using it. So it has definitely thickened my skin. I do one every two weeks on my skin. Again, it's the same thing. You mix it, apply it thick to the face and peel it off. If you go to our Instagram at CO2Lift, you'll see tons of that. But I think that just to make you know the difference between the face and the V is a pH. That's important. And also we have a little slightly different formulation that's helping with any kind of inflammatory conditions down there. But yeah, super simple to do it. It's a great self-care day to do top and bottom together. <laughs> there you go, ladies. So you just do some self-care, kick back on a lounge chair for a little while and relax. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I tell you, your partner will love it. Your partner will love the feeling because they will feel a difference. Yeah. Yeah. They feel it just as much as we do. For sure. For sure. <laughs> well, Lana, thank you so much for being on Menopause Mastery. I just enjoyed our conversation and I hope all my listeners found this not only entertaining, but also a very, very helpful and we're going to help a lot of women. So that's great. Oh, Betty, thank you so much for having me on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Menopause Mastery Podcast. You are why I'm here and I am so very grateful. Hit subscribe so you don't miss any wisdom on creating the most exceptional life on our terms. If this episode has helped you in any way, please share it with a friend to spread the love and together we rise. You can follow me on social media at Betty Murray PhD and you can reach me online at BettyMurray.com. 